Hello and welcome everyone to the Smart Move for UK. We are a UK migration law firm based in India and our solicitors and lawyers are qualified from the UK and have an expertise of over 15 years in all matters concerning UK visas and nationality laws. We provide legal advice and full representation services for filing UK visa applications and also filing for reviews and appeals if in case there is a UK visa refusal. Today we had a chance to interview our UK qualified solicitor Ms Falgini Parekh who has answered the most frequently asked question by our clients in terms of the eligibility criteria the requirements in the process of the business visas and how can one expand their business to the UK open a branch or just you know just start a new business altogether in the UK what is the process to set yourself up and what does it require when you think of immigration and when you look at it from an immigration point of view what are the essentials that that are mandatory in this process so she has answered 10 most frequently asked question by our clients and you will see them soon Before we begin let me give you a little background about Falguni Pare. She's a UK qualified solicitor and has assisted clients in 26 plus countries and has over 1000 success stories to her name. She's the pro when it comes to UK immigration and nationality laws. She's also been featured in the topmost publications like The Guardian UK, DNA, BBC News, BBC Radio and more such. She also has an expertise of around 2 decades. So you know now where you should go when you are in need of a UK visa advisor. Welcome ma'am and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much Ashni. I'm excited to be back again um with you. Thank you so much and uh, as you can see we have a huge list of questions sent to us uh, from our clients and we'll begin with the first one which is asked by Mr Siddharth so he has said that there's one Singapore based IT company and they have set up a branch in the UK now and Siddharth has agreed to buy the equity of that company and he's going to manage the operations in London so he wants to know what visa category will you suggest him Um so uh, Siddharth in your case um you have different options and it also depends upon little more information that we need before we advise but hypothetically few few kind of uh, situations that could be possible a perhaps the entity in the UK is already established um or you may be looking into a possibility of hiring um people within UK Then in that case you can apply for a UK sponsorship license and and then subsequently do an application for skilled worker visa for yourself or alternatively um an evaluation and assessment can be made for to find out if you qualify for UK expansion worker okay. visas so there are different options available and um you need to kind of depending upon the situation that you are into and your company is into you can consider these particular options here right so thank you ma'am and uh, another one we have from mr satya and he wants to know about uk expansion worker visa and does he have to show any funds and any minimum turnover for his company 
So again, a very interesting question and again a question that, you know, um, we've been asked a lot of times by our clients um, who intend to set themselves up. Um, and if you go back to the gov.uk website, you would realize that there's really no mention about um, is there a particular turnover that they're looking out for or there's no definite amounts that's been published in terms of the funds that they will require to do a business. So unlike um, the previous categories, like for instance, the entrepreneur visas was very categorical. Mm. The businesses had to show 200,000 pounds to enter under the category or qualify as, as one of the qualifying criteria. But for um, the, the current categories which are available, there is no such specifications available. Um, it all depends upon which industry you're into. It also depends upon what kind of an expansion uh, you're looking to, to do in the UK. And depending upon those factors, what are the kind of expenses that you think you're going to incur or what kind of an investment your business will require for the purposes of expansion. This is something that each individual company will need to evaluate. You need to also um, have a business plan and substantiate mm. through um, your business plan in terms of what kind of an investments therefore uh, your business particularly will require for this expansion that you're looking in the UK and then decide the funds. So to answer your question, no Siddharth, there's really no definite, um, definite kind of uh, amounts being published and it will very much differ from industry to industry. For instance, if it's an, for instance, if it's a, a uh, hospitality industry and, and you're looking to set up your expansion for one of your branches there, then obviously you, it's more human resource driven. You would probably mm -hmm. have a bigger kind of uh, investment amounts required for setting up yourselves there or having a restaurants or hotels been set up, etc. Uh, whereas if you are a manufacturing company who's just looking for a marketing say office or a marketing um, a branch or subsidiary then perhaps you don't need that kind of an, that kind of a, a funds uh, which an hospitality industry would yeah. have required to set themselves up so it would differ from industry to industry and also differ um, with what kind of an expansion plans do the companies have and, and the business plan that you have, what kind of expenses are you estimating there. Correct. So I hope this is of help. We hope this helped you Satya and moving on to our third question. So ma'am, how can a sole proprietor set up or start his own business in the UK and what will be the process like, what they have to do? Actually, this is this is a very uh, good question, I would say, to begin with. And uh, I think with the changes in the policies that happens, uh, sometimes it does bring an advantage to small businesses, especially sole proprietor ownership businesses. And sometimes the sole proprietor ownerships are also doing quite well for right. themselves. And, um, and, and uh, expansion worker visa category is one such category that allows sole proprietors to nominate their own selves to, to be present in the UK to set their branch or subsidiary and set up their operations in the UK and expand in the UK. So expansion worker visa does have that kind of an advantage for a sole proprietor. 
Okay, so uh, we have next from Mr. Vaibhav and he already has a pharmaceutical manufacturing setup in India and now he wants to start a manufacturing trading company in the UK. So what kind of a visa uh, will he require? Because ma pharmaceutical does come into health and care so there's a lot of confusion between expansion or health and care. So what visa will we suggest for a pharmaceutical company? So health and care definitely Ashni wouldn't be an option available for him because um, those category of visas are predominantly for professionals who provide right. services uh, and, and I understand from your question that he's a business owner mm -hmm. and he's looking from um, from the business perspective right. to say on how does he set his business there so being in manufacturing or from the trading of pharmaceutical company that he is into he can look into evaluating or can do an assessment to find out if he qualifies for an expansion worker visas right. he can also look into a possibility of uh, recruiting people within the uk mm -hmm. and subsequently um, filing an application for a skilled worker visas so that could be a multiple options again available with him depending upon the long-term objectives of the company and um, you know the other aspects which would be there um, he can choose one of those categories okay so uh, moving on we have one question from Ms. Kirti and she wants to start a business in the UK um, where you know entrepreneur visa has now been closed so she wants to go on an innovator visa and she you know wants to help wants to know how we can help her with her innovator visa application and she does have you know 50,000 pounds as investment ready but what is the other things that she will require to get into an innovator visa I think I think here uh, Kirti I would advise you to uh, to think this through before you make an application because when you do an innovator visas mm -hmm. you need to demonstrate that your business ideas is innovative right. it's scalable and it's viable all these three requirements have to be met in there's an endorsing bodies you need to send out your application to the endorsing body and they would do an assessment to see if you meet those criteria or not I would say you should only pursue this application if you think you're meeting the innovative idea okay. uh, and, and is viable and scalable it's, it's then the right time to do the application there right so uh, though though she has the investment amount but the main criteria would be meeting the innovative viable and scalable right. business plan right. and then also right. having endorsement absolutely and, endorsement and in case body. in case if this is not happening you know mm -hmm. because you know your business well and we unfortunately don't have an information about what kind of a business is she into um, you need to speak to qualified immigration advisors you could also reach out to smart move to uk and check if there is possibility for other alternative options that can be available for you to do if innovator is not the answer but also good to double check whether you know how innovator visas can help you to set up in the uk so when you are consulting an, a specialist or an advisors or solicitors you need to a get it double checked giving them more information about your businesses to see if you really qualify for an innovator visas if not then they will be in a better position to right. assess your situation 
and, and advise you on what can be the other alternatives that you can look into to apply yourself uh, in the UK or set yourself up uh, in set a business in the UK. Thank you, Kirti, for your question. So for our next question, Mr. Arun, Arun has asked us, he's into manufacturing business in India and they're doing it on proprietorship basis. So can he qualify for an innovator visa? And if not for an innovator visa, what route would you suggest him? So Arun, um, yours is a trickier one here. <laughs> Being into manufacturing and, and uh, looking into applying as an innovator is uh, the important criteria is to prove innovation in your manufacturing process. Right. Um, so unless there is there is that particular aspect when you are making an application, which again um, to to show that it's an innovative uh, way of processing, again something which is viable and scalable to qualify under the category, you need to make an application to an endorsing body, explaining on how you meet all these criteria. To qualify your application but to best of my experience and expertise I, I found this bit trickier to do mm -hmm. it uh, unless uh, again we don't have any information if there is any innovation in the right. process which stands out to your particular manufacturing uh, uh, company within your industry so um, so again that assessment needs to be done yeah. and and you need to speak to somebody who is professional to be sure that you're doing the right thing here but alternatively uh, you can look into doing a uh, expansion worker visas again because uh, the restriction which was previously there on a sole representative mm. visas which didn't permit uh, the sole proprietors or sole owners of the businesses to make an application has been done away with in the current expansion worker visas and you can consider if you meet other criteria and you qualify, then you can consider doing an expansion worker visa application for yourself and then subsequently um, switch to a skilled worker visas uh, within UK. And as far as the cost is concerned to do an application, it depends upon what kind of an assistance you're looking out for. Mm. So if you're just looking out for an assistance to do an uh, entry clearance application, or you also need further assistance and in-country support um, so the cost can vary right. and, and it can be customized depending upon you know the level of assistance required and I'm sure that can be worked out. Right. So I hope Mr. Arun you're able to use the UK Expansion Worker Visa to your advantage. And next we have Candice who has shared her query asking that she is already in the UK on a sponsored skill worker visa for five years and she would like to know if her dependent husband can start a business in the UK. Yes Candice, so uh, the dependent have no restrictions uh, when they join in uh, with the main applicant in the UK. So to answer your question, the dependent can start their businesses in the UK, they can work full-time, part-time, freelance, they can upgrade their qualifications, so there's no restriction whatsoever for your husband to start up in the UK. Thank you Candice for sending in your query. So uh, Deepika has asked us what is the criteria to switch from a UK expansion worker visa to a UK skilled worker visa and is it necessary that you switch to a skilled worker visa within one year's period of time? So how does that happen? So um, Deepika, 
it depends upon a whether you're still with the same company when mm -hmm. you're looking to uh, switch and if your answer is yes you're with the same company then you can switch your starters to the skilled worker visas by adding a subcategory to your sponsorship license and and switch your starters again it's not very it's not mandatory that you have to do it in 12 months what i mean to say is you do get an extension for further 12 months so you get yeah. about two years to set your company up in the uk once you've done that there you probably would also be hiring few people to work with you making your own team etc you can take that time and then you can kind of um switch your status to the skilled worker visa so you get about 24 months to do that there and once you have this in place you can switch your status to skilled worker visas Deepika, i hope this helps you moving on we have our next question with wherein the attendee has asked us how easy it is to start a business in the uk starting a business anywhere in the world is not <laughs> easy <laughs> but i would say at least there's an um easiness in doing a business in the uk right and um as an entrepreneur yes you have to be uh you have to be brave enough to make those decisions to to start but once you start there's quite a lot of support which is available in terms of uh, getting the right kind of resources right kind of a talent um within uk that is very easily that you find you you find a lot of um talents which are from different industries that can help your business to grow operational support uh, the easement with which the policies of the government helps you um, you also have a lot of technology support it's quite yes. advanced in terms of the technological supports that is been provided to the businesses in the UK etc so i think overall it makes it very easy for businesses to flourish in the UK more so the survival rate of businesses is very high almost 50% of the businesses survive i think this is good uh, information and statistics for you to make those decisions to start your business in the uk thank you ma'am so for the last question for today's video we have a health professional who's looking to start a clinic in the uk on a tier 2 visa so is that possible uh tier 2 visas Okay so if you already been granted a tier 2 visas uh you are you need to really look into your job codes you really need to look into your COS uh and then we can probably answer this question um you need to be very very mindful that you're not violating mm -hmm. the immigration rules under which you're allowed to enter live and work in the UK um Yes you can um start up clinics in the UK um so unlike there are restrictions in in UAE for instance where you need a local partner okay. then and only then you can start up uh there are no such restrictions in the UK however as i said that you know you have to be very mindful about what your COS said what is what is it that you're allowed to do under the the responsibilities that you've been assigned and once you're sure that you're you have permissions under your tier 2 COS that you've been assigned is then when you can when you can kind of start um alternatively you could invest in an existing company and eventually switch your status to the skilled worker right. visas is is what you can 
do. So again, there's not much of an information here in terms of what is the tier two COS that the applicant has and, and what does therefore it permits. But yes, sometimes it, people have been nominated to undertake that job duty and responsibility. Therefore, you're permitted if you picked up the relevant code that allows you to do such job duties and responsibilities in the UK. Thank you so much ma'am and we hope your questions were answered. Thank you so much for answering them and we're sure that our viewers have got insights into how you can set yourself up in the UK, how you can take your business to the UK and what goes behind the whole immigration process and what will you require. We will be coming soon with more such insightful videos so don't forget to like, share and subscribe to our channel. Thank you so much and thank you ma'am for joining us today. Thank you so very much for having me here.